Yo, today's QOD is I leave you free to be yourself. Here we go. Quote of the day show. I'm your host, Sean Croxton at SeanCroxton.com. We got Dr. Wayne W. Dyer back on the show today. You know, on Monday, Brennan Burchard talked about how exceptional people think. And Dr. Dyer is going to keep that conversation going today because what may be surprising to a lot of people is that while a goal and an outcome is important, exceptional people tend to not think about the goal all the time. It's not really all about the goal. It's important, but it's not everything. What's more important for exceptional people is the journey and the growth that they experience along the way. Like you've probably heard successful people say, yeah, I finished this goal and it wasn't really the fireworks that I thought it was going to be. Sometimes actually achieving a goal can kind of feel like a letdown. It can kind of feel like an end of a really, really good movie. And you're like, oh, that movie was really good. Because what was good about the movie was the process, right? It was the story that was unfolding along the way. It was the growth that was unfolding along the way. And so it's about the outcome, but it's also about being not attached to the outcome. It's not about the applause either. It's about who you become along the way. And so Dr. Dyer is going to talk about that. He's also going to talk about this idea of detaching from the outcome when it comes to your relationships as well. It's a really big deal. I hope you listen to the whole thing. Dr. Dyer's coming up. The second part of this is uh, uh, the word attachment. Having a mind that is open to everything is one thing, but attached nowhere. And attachment, I wrote a a book a few years ago called You'll See It When You Believe It, and there's an entire chapter in there called Detachment. And one of the things that Maslow said and taught us is that self-actualizing people are living their life detached from outcome. Detached from outcome. And detached from outcome means that I don't do what I do because of what might show up for me. I'm not motivated by being famous. I'm not motivated by making money. I'm not motivated by uh, other people's uh, approval. I'm motivated by doing what I love and loving what I do, which I'll be talking about in the second principle. And it's the process of doing it and living it and loving it that appeals the most. And it's very difficult in a world which says that you are what you have and you are what you do and you are your accomplishments and your achievements and your acquisitions when you begin to evaluate yourself on the basis of all of these kinds of things, then attracting those kinds of things becomes the almost paramount motivator of our lives. 
But to shift away from that, to understand what Thoreau wrote about back there in Concord, Massachusetts at Walden Pond, when he defined success as advancing confidently in the direction of your own dreams and endeavoring to live the life which you have imagined, then you will meet with a success unexpected in common hours. And it's one of the most difficult things in Western civilization for, to get people to understand is that doing what you love and loving what you do is its own reward and that whatever the universe provides for you in the way of outcome is what you accept. It's fine. So that what you are motivated by is a sense of peace and fulfillment and awareness that I'm doing what I love and loving what I do. And one of the places where attachment shows up most profoundly is in our relationships. That we begin to believe that who we are and our happiness is based upon another person or my family. And um, there's a wonderful writer who passed away a few years back his name was Anthony DeMello, and he, was a, uh, he lived in India, and he was a Catholic priest. And if you ever heard any of his tapes or read any of his books, he's very, very entertaining, uh, tells great stories. I recommend that you get to know him, Anthony DeMello, D-E-M-E-L-L-O and read some of his books and read some of the stories and even hear some of his tapes. He's a wonderful speaker, brilliant man. He wrote a book called The, the Way to Love, a little book. You can carry it around in your, in your pocket, literally that small. You can carry it in your back pocket, The Way to Love. And he suggests most of his life was about trying to teach his, uh, his uh, patients and parishioners and people who would listen to him about attachment. He said the source of all unhappiness in the world is attachment. That if you could learn to detach, and I recommend that you read, uh, you'll see it when you believe it, that chapter on detachment uh, because it sort of wrote itself through me. And I practice, have to work at practicing it all the time, having as many children as I have. <laughs> to understand that I am not the source of their happiness and that they are not the source of mine. And sometimes it sounds almost callous, but this is what he suggests in The Way to Love that'll help you to experience love in a non-attached way. How do you love someone and not be attached to them? And attachment means that I become immobilized if I don't get what it is that I'm seeking. Attachment doesn't mean that I'm not attracted to you, that I don't love you, that I'm not happy with you, that I don't love things. Detachment is about understanding that if what you would like to have from another person is not available, then you don't become immobilized. And he says, here are two tests. First, can you say this to other people in a detached way? I am not really attached to you at all. I am merely deluding myself into the belief that without you, I will not be happy. Can you be in a relationship with anyone, including your own children and family, and be able to say to them that I am deluding myself into the belief that without you, I will not be happy. And the second is, this is the toughest one I think of all. 
one that I've met very few people who are in relationships, love relationships, spousal relationships, and so on, who can pass this test. Be able to say to the person you love, I leave you free to be yourself, to think your thoughts, indulge your tastes, follow your inclinations, and behave in ways that you decide are to your liking. You have that freedom, and you have my love in the process. It's a great test, one that I have failed on many occasions in my life, <laughs> but I'm working on. I haven't failed it so much with my children. Somehow, I think the advantage I had in growing up in uh, the way that I did in a series of foster homes until I was almost 10, and, um, and being required to go out and earn my way in life, not having someone hand it to me. Somehow that gave me the ability to, uh, to allow my children to be what they needed to be, because I don't think I'd be where I am in my life had someone else handed it to me. And I must say it's one of the great conflicts I've always experienced with my children is how much do I give of the wonderful abundance that has showed up in my life and how much do I withhold and allow them to create it for themselves. And I have found that most of the time when I give too much and take over for them and do it for them, that not only do they fall, but I find myself suffering more as well. And that when I allow them to figure out a way to create it for themselves, even if they get a little bit upset about it, that generally speaking, they're more at peace, and so am I in the end. So a mind that is open to everything and attached nowhere is a mind that says, I'm open, I'm listening, I'm willing to accept anything. I've never considered that point of view before. Tell me more. Wow, I'd like to hear about that experience. Hmm, maybe I can try that. I'll give that a shot. Yeah, that really appeals to me. I've always thought that that couldn't happen, but why should I believe that it can't? That was Dr. Wayne W. Dyer. His website is drwaynedyer.com. You can find today's entire talk on an audio program. You can find it audible.com. It is called It's Never Crowded Along the Extra Mile, 10 Secrets for Success and Inner Peace. All right, my friend, we got your favorite no-nonsense motivational speaker on the show tomorrow. Mr. Larry Wingett's going to be our speaker. We'll see you then. Peace. <laughs>